Hello. <laughs> I'm choking while I'm starting this, so forgive me for my allergies. But hello, and thank you for tuning in to this Friday pod of Born to Be a Star. Boy, the week flew by, did it not? It did. Today is Friday, and it is the end of the week. Tomorrow is Saturday. Are you doing anything fun? It's I don't know if it's fall yet, but it's definitely a lot cooler than it was a week or two ago. Um, anyways, today is an opportunity, like every day, to look in the mirror, to see your reflection in the mirror, to see where you've been, to see where you're going, to say to yourself, yes, I can, and to also say the mantra from John Cena, never give up. Every day is an opportunity for you to love yourself even more than you did yesterday. If you want to change your job, if you want to pursue a different favorite color if you want to decide from going vegan to eating meat again if you want to decide from eating meat to going vegan whatever you want to do do it and put a smile on your face if you want macaroni and cheese to be your favorite food granted you shouldn't be eating all those carbs but let it be your favorite food i'm here to inspire you to be the greatest variation and version of yourself that you can possibly be so be it and be unapologetic while you're doing it I'm here to recognize your star power and tell you how beautiful and handsome you are and tell you that this is only the beginning. Sometimes life has hosts and you're the host of your own party. So make it good, make it unforgettable and make it something you'll always remember. That should be every day. We should be grateful for waking up and we should be grateful when we're falling asleep. Anyways, today is Friday, beginning of the weekend. Let's go, yo. Anyways, um... Getting back to it, let's get to the part of the podcast that's fun. Are you ready? I know I am. Here we go. Let's get to it. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. These people will do anything they can to change the narrative of the story. You know, instead of them being held accountable for whatever they're doing, they want to put the blame on someone else. No one's saying that, you know, Russia should be doing whatever Russia's doing. But are we really, really going to just keep insulting Russia about decisions that they've made with Ukraine and the fact that they want to cut people off from their gas? Are we really doing that? Seriously, you've put so many sanctions on them and you've done all this work to condemn Vladimir Putin and you've made all these assumptions and all these, called them all these names and done all these things and now you're expected for us to care about it. It's come to light that Ukraine is not who they said they were. And I mean, I could have predicted that. There's a reason why the former president didn't want to give them money and things. Just for the love of God. Biden just gave them 14 billion more dollars. At this point, who knows how much money they've gotten from the United States. The United States cannot just help other countries without helping ourselves, okay? It can't be the responsibility of the United States of America to go to other countries and help them without helping your own country. There's people on the streets in the United States of America in California, which is a drug overdose land in San Francisco, which is the state that Nancy Pelosi and her um, DUI husband represent, okay? AOC is a joke of New York, 
Uh, no one's paying attention to her. And all these other morons are running around trying to insult Republican politicians. Just come on, man. You've got people that are no longer in the Republican Party switching sides saying they're going to fight against Trump. And you got people all over Twitter acting like Trump is doing something wrong. The FBI broke the Constitution of the United States going after a former president of the United States. It's in the Constitution that you're not supposed to do that. You know what else is in the Constitution? That the federal government and the state is not responsible for abortions. You know what else isn't in the Constitution? A bunch of other things, too. If, if you want to get down to it, there's nothing about gay marriages or any of that stuff. Although I guess you could do what you want. Isn't it up to the state to make those decisions? Why do we keep falling back on the Constitution only when it benefits you? Instead of when you're actually reading it to just understand it. It's pretty nifty, right? These people don't want to be held responsible. The lying-ass media will do anything they can to jeopardize the United States of America to show the truth away from people and a lie. It's like China. That's what the United States is turning into. Cuba on steroids. Trump was right. There were some questions about some of the things, but I don't know, what are the questions about Trump? Making America great, putting America first, how's that a bad thing? And I know if you're listening to me from another country outside of America, you're probably wondering, no, that's not true. Whether you're saying that because you don't live here. When you live in this country and you pay taxes and you follow rules and you do what you're supposed to do and you're legal and then you're getting punished because you're trying to be middle class and people want to tell you what you can and can't do with money, there's a problem. Just saying. How far do we have to go till we get the truth? And how many lies do we have to get to past till we get to the truth? The climate issue is a problem with Mother Nature that can't be fixed. In, in all honesty, if there was really a problem with climate, shouldn't they already have been trying to fix this years ago? Why weren't they trying to fix this the last time Democrats were in charge? And I don't want to hear that they didn't fix anything because they weren't in charge of the Senate. They didn't even have anything close to what the fuck they're doing now. They're taking advantage of the fact that they have 51 swing vote for Senate and that they're in charge of the House. Nancy Pelosi is a shitty leader of the House. And she needs to be fired, removed, and, and put into a jail in a penitentiary. And so does her fucking husband. With all the insider trading he's doing with Wall Street. There's no truth in the United States of America. Everything is a lie. Fox News can't be trusted. Clinton News Network can't be trusted. It doesn't matter if they're following people and they're wiping out the slate and cleaning off and starting anew. These people have been on these stations for decades lying to people. Trying to build up a momentum of shit over and over and over again. Obama wasn't a great president. Obamacare doesn't benefit anybody. Especially if you're middle class. Let's be real, man. Let's be completely honest. Let's not lie. Why are we acting like these people are so great? They're all con artists. Stealing the money of the middle class working class. Jeopardizing the futures of children. Oh my 
just why? We have to hold them accountable. And in every way possible. Biden is trying to scare off half of the United States of America and call people MAGA Republicans. You should be concerned, Biden. The reason why you should be concerned is because you're denouncing half of America. And you're supposed to be the the president of all of America. Yeah. You're not doing that. You're failing. They're not doing their jobs. These these people are hired to represent Americans in America, the working class of America that gets up and goes to work every day, the young people that went to college to follow in the footsteps of those that were already in the working class. Uh, you have some kids, you raise them, get them ready and prepared for college or whatever route they're taking. And that's, that's what middle class is. Whether you're regular middle, upper class middle, or maybe even at the beginning of the top 1%, depending on how much you make. We have to hold them accountable. We can't fall for the shit from the news station. Nobody in the FBI wants to be truthful. And not only does that guy that lied about that Hunter Biden laptop need to get fired, but the whole FBI needs to be burned the fuck down. They're compromised. Not only is the FBI compromised, but the DOJ is compromised and everyone that works there. The fact that they want to have people work on Trump's case that have already indicted him. Why are you having the same people working on things multiple times? There's definitely some issues going on there. And the news doesn't talk about this. When it comes to sports news, this guy that's on, I think it's Fox Sports, brother murdered somebody at a softball game and they buried that story how great is that the only reason i heard about the story is because i listened to this amazing dude called jason on um youtube this is a sports announcer or anchor or somebody that talks sports talk and his brother brutally murdered somebody during the daylight at a softball game in front of his son and he's not fired I mean, what is going on here? Nobody's being held accountable. And the news doesn't do anything. They, their job is to be responsible and to tell the story. That's what you go to journalism school for. Not to fucking lie. Then you're not a journalist. Being a journalist isn't easy. No one said it was. 
But the idea behind journalism and video filmmaking and all these things is that you get the story and you tell it. I studied video film in college. I still remember listening to Darren from some news station where I live say that the idea of a journalist is to get to the story and tell the story in their way. But that's not what's happening with any of this media, which is why I named this part of the podcast No Media Allowed, because the media is not allowed because they don't say shit anyway. Okay, like I'm I'm talking about these people with cameras that only tell half of a story. I'm talking about CNN, which is Clinton News Network. They try to do CNN plus that shit got shut the fuck down. Movie companies are recognizing that they can't come up with woke things because it's not working and no one's going to watch it and when you spend all this time and effort trying to make something woke you lose the fact that not everybody wants to hear it or see it so what exactly is happening food for thought right we can't let biden get away with what he did last week no one's a villain if you want to disagree with him and who's he talking about what if you're disagreeing with him and you're an independent and undecided or unaffiliated? What if you're disagreeing with him because you are conservative and you just don't agree with what he's saying? What if you're disagreeing with him because you witness what happens in your neighborhood when people get money and they misuse it and they misrepresent the neighborhood that you live in? What if you're tired of this? Maybe if you don't want to keep hearing these shitty stories about how all these people need help but no one's helping you. Maybe that's the case. Maybe the case is you're struggling trying to figure out a career, just graduated from college, and no one's listening to you. They're giving student loan forgiveness, but where does that leave you if you can't figure anything out? And I'm not saying you should be getting special privileges because you can't figure anything out. There's no one to talk about these things. The federal government has taken over student loans, and they fucked it up. The federal government doesn't know what they're doing with medical coverage, but they want all hands in that, too. Just, it never ends. It, it just never ends. It's just one thing after another, one lie after another, and it won't stop. And the only way we're going to stop them is if we keep talking about this. The only way we're going to stop them is if we keep talking the fact, about the fact that Donald Trump's home got raided because they're trying to stop the opposition from having an opinion. They don't care where you stand with anything. Even if what you're saying is the truth, they just don't want to hear you. They only want to hear simple-minded individuals that sound like them. The moment you fight against them, they have something negative to say. Why is that? I wonder why. I wonder why. It's a bunch of insanity. And for the love of God, how much do we have to listen to? Food for your thought for Friday. Don't believe anything these people are saying. Do your own investigations. Look up your own news. Get sources yourself. Look up the things you're talking about. Because the United States right now is on fire. And nobody's talking about the flames. And no one has a fire truck to put it out either. It's a bunch of crazy insanity happening before our eyes. And we're watching the country that we've lived in. That most of us have grown up with. Just disappear. Children don't know where to turn because they've got Meta and Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok trying to give them advice about what they're doing, telling them about what fucking sex they can be. Children don't need to be indoctrinated and teachers shouldn't be teaching, talking about their personal sexual ventures. That's the United States.
And you know another problem? No one wants to be teachers anymore. They got a bad issue here. And they did it to themselves. So don't give them sympathy. The news isn't giving the news. The news is giving their opinions. And once they start doing that, you can't believe that. You need to look in something that was created by Dinesh D'Souza called 2000 Mules. You need to watch that. And you need to venture into listening to Dan Bongino and Ben Shapiro as well, and a bunch of others. Not just your far left thoughts, not just Pod Save America, but listen to those other people that I just mentioned. Because I'm telling you, things are happening every day, and it isn't on the news. And if you want to actually know what's happening, you have to actually look at it. I'm just saying. Moving on to the next part of our conversation outside of no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. They lie to us, us anyway. Can we talk about the power of prayer? I do believe that prayer is something that you need. As I've told you before, I'm venturing to RCIA, which I'm extremely excited about. I am becoming a part of an amazing parish. Um... It's connected to uh, Skip's family, and I'm very excited about that. And to um, memory of his nan, I decided to take a leap of faith in God, and I'm just so grateful that I'm able to do this. Um, in the eye of the fire, while you're watching, watching everything burn down around you, if you can find love in God and faith in something outside of yourself, that will get you through, and I found that. And you can't find that if you're atheist because what do you believe in yourself you're telling yourself everything's going to be okay how much do you know i'm i'm not sure how that works exactly i think prayer whether it's for yourself or anybody is definitely a way to give you peace of mind and a way to give you a sense of awareness that you might not have otherwise so take time Talk to God if you can. If you want to ignore me and you don't want to do that, do whatever you want. But if you're listening to me, if you're honestly listening to me, take time and give some time to prayer. Whether that's while you're eating, whether that's before you're going to sleep, whether it's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. I pray when I wake up in the morning. I pray for peace for the world and peace for my family and peace for everybody. And I pray for when I'm going to sleep. I pray for my husband. I pray for my family. I pray for the future. I pray for my future children. And I pray for, pray for my life, my day at work, whatever it is. I pray for a lot of things. Because I know that the power of prayer, the power of me having a mental conversation with God is just going to lead my day. And in the eye of the storm, with all this other chaotic stuff happening, people being shot, murdered, killed, drug overdoses, fentanyl problems, all these things happening in a country that I live in, even in the neighborhood near where I live at, you have to have something or you're going to go fucking nuts. And the one thing that I know I have, regardless of anything else in my life, is God. I know that Jesus loves me, regardless of what I look like, what size I am, how educated I am, where I work, where I live, what car I drive. Jesus loves me. I don't need anything for him to love me. He just loves me. And my heart, my soul, my mind is stuck with him on that. So I'm just going to invite you to join me on that journey with God. Bad things are happening, not just in the United States, but in the world. But especially in the United States, because the United States didn't used to be like this. This is a nightmare right now. The stock market is on fire. The housing market is dead. Everything is bad. Nothing is good. Just in the eye of the storm, God is sometimes the only presence that makes sense. 
And prayer is the one thing that's going to get you through definite hard times. And I dare you to venture into that. Next part of our conversation. Some promises will be broken. People will say one thing to you and do another. And you can't get emotional about promises being broken or somebody saying one thing and doing another. Or somebody said they were going to call you back. Or you're supposed to do this. Or you're supposed to do that. You can't trust people that are giving you promises that aren't 100%. And you can't get emotional or upset about that. Broken promises are just a way for you to understand how people operate. If people aren't going to follow through on what they're saying and they're going to lie and not be honest, maybe you shouldn't trust them. Maybe that's an opportunity for you to see who these people are. Broken promises are just a glimpse into your reality. I'm somebody that doesn't like to say one thing and not do it. I like to hold on to my word. When I say I'm going to do something for somebody, I like to follow through and do it. When I say I'm going to come through or I'm going to be a backboard or, I, or I'm going to show up somewhere, I like to do the things that I'm saying. I like to be that reliable person. And I want to go out of my way to be that person. And I want to go out of my way to do those things I'm saying. For people that just lie about it. At some point, all you're going to have is lies, and you're not going to have anything else behind that. Good luck, man. But don't get hopeless and heartbroken and upset when people lie to you. Just understand that's who they are. And not all promises can't be kept by people that don't know how to tell the truth. Don't hide your truth. If you're uncomfortable or you're miserable or you're not happy, don't hide that. Like, for so long, I was convinced I had to be democratic, primarily because of where I live and primarily because of the people surrounding me. But I disagree with everything they're saying on every level. Um, I think that money should be spent smartly. I don't think you should spend beyond your means. And I think you should hold yourself accountable. I don't think that the government in the United States or the government in many other places around the world understand that. I think the best representation of what I'm talking about is Chile saying, no, we don't want conservative leaders here rejecting them. That was the sweetest thing I could have witnessed during the weekend, this past weekend of the holiday. That's just one example of what I'm talking about. Don't hide your truth. That's what voting's for. So all these people running around out here telling you you're not this or you're not an American if you don't vote their way, they're showing you their colors. You can't be miserable to make somebody else happy. That's not living. That's making yourself go mentally insane. And don't make yourself get sick for nothing. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. If, if you don't like what somebody's saying, regardless of the conversation or the topic, let it maybe back out of the conversation. Maybe excuse yourself. Maybe don't take part in whatever's being talked about. If you don't like the way somebody's treating you, then find a way to get away from them. There are ways for you to get around this and get away from it. Like, I don't like hearing people act like they can't change their mind. I told you how I felt about the church that I used to be a part of, Emmanuel Baptist Church, and how I started getting this weird feeling like something definitely strange is happening. Instead of me continuing to talk about it over and over and over again, I just stopped going to it. Now, I've already decided 
to join another church, St. Peter's, and I couldn't be happier with what I discovered all on my own through God. I took the steps, the effort, and the time to to navigate and do it. So I'm not going to be sad about that, and I'm not going to push myself, and that's just it. So, no. You cannot go out of your way to make other people happy if that makes you miserable. Because at the end of the day, the only one that's going to be left there unhappy is you. People do not lose sleep at night because of how you feel. Be realistic with that. So you can't lose sleep at night because of how other people feel. You have to have your life outside of other people. It might not sound nice, but it's realistic. And you have to do it. That's just it. Next part of our conversation. If you don't stand up, who will? America is in a war right now with itself, right? You've got politicians running around telling you that you're not American if you don't vote Democratic. And that's not what's in the Constitution of the United States of America. These politicians have too much power. They have too much money. They're doing too much corrupted stuff. And they need to be shut down. There needs to be an awakening in the United States of America. And we need to get back to the basics of the Constitution. The Constitution was originated with God's with God in mind and the country in mind. Outside of God and country, all this other shit doesn't matter. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Why are we acting like you get an opinion? All these people talking about Roe v. versus Wade acting like their worlds are ending because they can't have unprotected sex and have a million fucking kids and can't be held responsible for it. Oh, now you want to worry about getting pregnant, but you was having sex with all these different guys. And now you want to act like, oh, my God, my life is ending. You're taking away my rights. But, bitch, you don't have a right because guess what? That's not in the Constitution of the United States of America and the Supreme Court of the United States of America. You don't have to like Clarence or any other other Supreme Court people. People and going to their houses announcing you're going to murder them and kill them shows just how corrupt the left is. There's another example of what I'm talking about. You're going after these people? Really, bro? Really? Hmm. These people are reckless, rudeless, and they have, they have nothing. They don't have shit to show for what they're talking about, okay? They just keep talking about all the things they're going to do and how un-American you are because you don't want to agree with them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If we don't stand up in the United States and fight back, who's going to? Like, we live here. That's one example. If we don't stand up against these fucking media companies with the ridiculous NBA with this woke crap or these woke stupid ass movies that keep coming up or these woke shows where they have to have all these different added in elements to the shows that don't make any sense or they're trying to prove a point like Lizzo at the MTV Awards that happened a couple weeks ago or whatever. She's walking around in like a $15,000 dress talking about how oppressed she is. Bitch, you ain't oppressed. You don't know what oppressed is. Please shut up, dude. Shut up. All you people that's worth all this money that could just drop 20 grand on a dress 
walking around in Louis Vuitton and the most expensive shit in the world with Chanel type shit on, acting like you you don't understand what's happening. Shut up. You're the problem. Your issues aren't real, okay? You're lying. And all these morons, these morons, right? LeBron James is an example of somebody talking about shit he shouldn't be talking about. Just, if we don't stand up to these people and we don't fight back for what we want to watch on TV, what we want to listen to on the radio, and how we want to feel when we're picking out an outfit, then they're just going to mute us out and take over what we live in. And I don't know about you, but I like my private life. I don't know about you, but I don't want every time I do something to be hindered thinking about the opinion of somebody that's not living the life I'm living. Okay, you have secret service and you're rich. I don't have either one of those. So next, pass. If you don't stand up, nobody is going to stand up for you. You have to understand that in order for you to build strength, you're going to have to fight for it. In order for you to build a legacy for your children and an understanding about a future of amazingness, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to become very strong and ruthless, unapologetic, and you can't give these people the time of day. These people have to matter so little that when they talk to you, it's like you're talking to air. And you have to exude that emotion to everybody. Unless you do that, then you'll take what people say seriously, and they'll corrupt your mind, and you won't be able to live a good life. Don't do it to yourself. Be strong. Next part of our conversation, happiness invites happiness. You know, when you have an energetic attitude and you're optimistic and you're happy, it encourages happiness to find you. And I feel like it inspires happiness. So I put a smile on my face every day. I'm happy in the morning, even if I don't want to get up. And I'm happy all day because you know what? I didn't have to wake up. I have 10 fingers, 10 toes. I can hear, smell, see, talk, laugh, giggle, sing, and do a lot of other things too. I'm grateful that I get to wake up every day, that I have an amazing family of my own, and that I am where I am in my life on my journey right now. So I do honestly feel like when you're happy, when you're energetic, when you're in a good mood, that's something that other people can suck into. I feel like it's a contagion, and your happiness can be contagious. And you can sneeze your happiness on everyone around you and put people in better moods by being positive. Why can't we be happy? The world's a negative place. You are the light and you can be the star. The entire point of Born Star or Star Watch Talk or V Star, born to be a star, is that you are the light in the darkness. And we're in the darkness right now. So you have to be the light. I have to be the light. We have to be the light. I encourage you, more than anything in the world, find your power and exude it and be unstoppable with it. You are the light, man. You are the light. Happiness invites happiness. So positivity invites positivity. Everything doesn't always have to be bad. There's always a good thing from bad. There's always beauty and pain. Just because somebody you love is not here anymore doesn't mean they weren't there. Just because you lost something that you might, might can't have, maybe you can have it a different way. So many things happen to so many people. We have to find the good and the bad. And we have to find the happy and the sadness. 
the excitement and the horror. We have to be those people. Next part of our conversation, let's get into some Star Watch talk. Star Watch talk. The end of Animal Kingdom. We've been catching up and we're almost at the end of Animal Kingdom. It's been on six seasons, so I can understand why it's going off. It kind of reminds me of the bittersweet ending of Sons of Anarchy. It's got a lot of uh, variables that are connected to that show. I remember watching that show crying at the end of it just because I feel I felt like when I was watching it I became a part of it as I was watching it sometimes you can watch something and it feels like you're like connected to it and that's exactly what I felt like so honestly I gotta tell you this is a great show if you haven't watched Animal Kingdom you need to it's really great it's about a family and um san diego california and it's nice to see california like this because it's not like a upbeat like los angeles san francisco area it's more low-key like chilled out area and it's it's the kind of california i'd want to live in if i lived in california it's just a place where you could find a way to make it your home and that's definitely what this is it has so many elements of family brothers life pain just everything beauty and and trying to just get to the next day and sometimes that's what we have so if you haven't watched animal kingdom what you doing you need to watch it next part of our conversation outside of animal kingdom which you should be looking at all good shows end why is it that all the good shows end i i'm already sad but i guess good shows can't stay on forever because if shows stay on forever then it's going to lose why it's good, right? Like, I guess that's why they end things. And I was really upset with HBO for stopping the um, the finishing of um, Batgirl. But after having a conversation with Skip about the fact that the movie was too woke, I totally understand why they didn't make that movie. I guess sometimes I get sad about good shows ending. Just like Game of Thrones. But the way that ended it ended the way it was supposed to, but I didn't like it. I, I just, I didn't like it. I don't understand why everything always has to be about the overall good. Like, really, that was the ending. Just like with True Blood. Like, that was the ending of True Blood. All the sex, all the horror, all the killing, all the slashing of throats, all the vampire shit. And that's how that ended. Just like all the shows I've witnessed that have been really major big shows, right? Sopranos, right? Why? Why? Granted, we kind of understand what happened at the ending of Sopranos, but the other show I just said, True Blood, what was that ending? And that came on a long time ago. I don't even remember when I watched it forever ago, but that's not the point. I've rewatched that show again, and every time I get to the end of it, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, why? 
That's how I felt with Game of Thrones. But who knows? Moving on to the next part of our conversation. What do you guys think about morning show on Apple? I mean, I still haven't watched that yet, but I need to. I'm getting back into slow horses on Apple. We just stopped watching it. And I don't know why Skip lost interest in it, but... He's really picky when it comes to watching things, so who knows? Yes, Skip. Why did we wa- stop watching Slow Horses? See, he's not saying anything right now. What? Oh, really? Because you try to watch everything. I bet you want to watch the rest of Animal Kingdom. I bet you want to watch the rest of Peaky Blinders. I bet he doesn't want to watch the rest of... Uh, Slow horses. Apple gets in the sports. I think it's really smart that Apple is trying to play football games and trying to do a bunch of other things with it as well. Because I kind of hate watching those games on TV with the crappy commercials every year. I mean, granted, each year we go to a Super Bowl party, and I'm always hoping that the Super Bowl is better than the year before. But, like, the commercials are not that good anymore. And I'm, like, expecting more. And who knows? But it's exciting to see Apple and Hulu and Amazon break into sports to take the money away from just the TV. Honestly, is TV doing good if now they have to share the rights with like other enterprises like this? Who knows? Mythic Quest will return. I can't wait to see some new episodes of Mythic Quest on Apple. I love that show. It's so geeky and quinky and everything I'm looking for when I'm looking for something good to watch. Moving into food with Veegstar. Veegstar. Start the day with water and end the day with water too. I always start the day by drinking water. Especially when I'm waking up in the morning. That should be the first thing that you're drinking. Uh, That kind of gives you energy before you start a cup of coffee. And I definitely think outside of the water. You should probably start with the second thing being some sort of a tea or something. Um, And also at the end of the day at night. You should be ending it with water. Because you're going to wake up and that's going to keep you rejuvenated and keep your body in a good place when you're sleeping having that liquid in your body that definitely helps uh you know if you're trying to eat a certain amount of calories every day or if you're just trying to be healthier the answer to everything is drinking water we talk about that all the time water is the answer
Next part of our conversation. Green tea can cure allergies. I really do think when I drink green tea that my throat feels better, my eyes aren't that itchy, and I'm definitely in a better place. And I definitely think that's a good thing. I like green tea. I like the taste of it, and I definitely like how it makes me feel. It's definitely a, a great alternative, especially when you don't feel good. Um, grilling meat can taste better. Grilling meat can definitely taste better, and it definitely puts a little... A bit of hint, more of a hint of flavor on everything. I just, you have to be careful with how you're making meat. And grilling it or broiling it or putting it in the oven and baking it are all options. But grilling meat can definitely give it a better taste. Like grilling a hot dog, grilling steak, grilling whatever you're making is definitely going to make it taste better for sure. One pot soups. One pot soups are easy, man. I told you about that market that's across from Whole Foods. Legit. You buy the soup, you pour in the water, you let it sit in the one pot, you open it up, you eat it. Done. Toaster oven crunch. What do I mean by toaster oven crunch? You can put pizza in there. You can put onion rings in there. You can put whatever you want. And it gives us this real crispy, crunchy taste, especially if you're trying to do, like, fried chicken or whatever. Put that chicken in the toast on in the toaster oven and, like, air fry it or whatever. And it will definitely give it, like, a crunchy texture that's just unbelievable. Not only is it unbelievable, but it tastes amazing. Oh my god, guess what? It's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this Friday pod of Born to Be a Star. And don't forget that you're a star wherever you are. And don't forget, hold people accountable, live your life, be be unapologetic in whatever you're doing. And remember, you are a star, you are the light and the darkness. And the only way that we can see in the light is with you, with me, and with everybody. If we're going to light up the skies and change the world, we have to do it together. And we can't be scared to do it with each other. I will see you guys on Monday, which won't be a holiday this week. So sad. But we'll get to that next time. Thanks for tuning in to this Friday pod of Born to be a Star. Skip says bye because he's doing something and I don't know where he is. And Benny says hello too from Benny Layers, the fun of a Yorkshire Terrier. I'll see you guys on Monday. Have an amazing weekend. And don't forget that you're a star wherever you are. Bye.